0: What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I am joined by the boys, Joe and Gerardo. What's happening, fellas? Howdy. Hello. Hi. We're in the game. Beautiful Sunday. And this Sunday is a relatively slower Sunday. Uh, We're going to be doing our normal entertainment updates, just a few with the boy, Joe. I only have a few topics for the diversity report. And for the movie review this week, we are reviewing the Amazon Prime original movie Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Yeah, with- not,
1: not, not a lot of meat on those bones of that <laughs> <movie>. <laughs>
0: with actor Michael B. Jordan. So we're also gonna review the season finale of Invincible and kind of do a little overall season review type. Mm-hmm.
1: Spoilers yeah.
0: ahead. Hell yeah, spoilers ahead much needed invincible spoilers ahead so yeah man with, with with that being said you know it's a good day sipping on a little mimosa cheers to to my boys mm-hmm. we're recording uh joe only has a few entertainment updates Supposed to deal over there my guy
2: okay so first one uh we posted about this a lot last year pretty much dc fandom is returning on Easy. october 16th Next year so this is the second dc fandom right like yeah. last one yeah. was the first one ever and then yeah so i th- I love the last one you know it's like uh it's like a it's, this is how you put on a virtual event you know absolutely. Like absolutely dc fandom was very much like
1: uh it was the first time a, a, i saw a virtual event actually feel like a con with like the uh like you know as a comic con and that type of stuff like with with all the, like the information drops and stuff it actually right. like was fat <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah it was yeah, exciting uh, copped cu- a few t-shirts from that event we were just talking about it but yeah, I'm hyped for for the next fandom.
2: Sweet, and then just one more. Uh, they are moving forward and starting to starting to see some light for HBO Max's Green Lantern series.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: So um, they just cast uh, Finn Wittrock. I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not sure who that is, but uh, yeah, uh, he's I cast he, as he
1: was like, who the fuck is this guy?
2: Yeah. He, they he's cast as Guy Gardner. Nice. You guys, you guys know anything about Guy Gardner? Oh, Guy
0: Gardner is one of the prominent Green Lanterns, yeah. you know, between him, Kyle Rayner, John Stewart, and Hal Jordan. I'd say Guy Gardner is kind of within that four-person rotation, but he's a classic redhead. Is you know what I mean? Is Guy
1: Gardner mixed in the comic, I think?
0: Oh, God, I wouldn't know. I thought he was... I know... It, it, Correct me if I'm wrong, Gerardo, but he's a redhead, right? Guy Gardner, traditionally. I was just uh...
2: looking at
1: a picture of him with red hair, yeah. Right,
0: right. He's traditionally, and I think that would give a little yeah. representation. Hey, I'm going to say that because
1: um, my, my roommate, John, who who you know very well, John. <laughs> that's, the boy uh, John. That's what, yeah, he got, He asked me, he was like, wait, is the guy that cast this Guy Gardner full white? And I was like, I don't know. He was like, yeah, he's mixing the comic. <laughs>
0: oh okay interesting yeah but that's a cool character
1: yeah but i was like you know white is diverse you can have some white and some diversity that's what i'm (laughs) saying (laughs) because all the other lanterns we're gonna have probably jessica cruz we're gonna right right we're gonna have uh, which one is the the
2: gay one? He's a guy the first. Or? He's the first Green Lantern. I forgot his name though. Uh, he he has a Alan, weird suit. Alan Scott, Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Let me see the one with the red. Yeah, he has a red cape.
0: Oh right, right. Did it come out that Alan Scott was in fact homosexual? homosexual. Yes. Okay. Very well. See little little representation, but yeah, we've we've spoken before about how the Green Lantern Corps is diverse itself between John Stewart, yeah. Jessica Cruz, Simon. Uh, what's it, Simon? P- the boy <laughs> I forget his yeah. last name but um,
1: even, even non-humans like that's the, the
0: yeah exactly even non-humans yeah. you know what I mean so I'm, I'm excited for this I really want to see Green Lanterns I just want to see a live action TV or movie I just want to see something else live action besides the yeah. fucking Ryan Reynolds thing I just want to see something already
2: yeah well, yeah, that's can- what a lot of that's what a lot of people were saying about this is that when are we going to get John Stewart live action? You know, bro, when are we going to get guess-
0: some green lamp? Just we've been hearing so much about this. Just want to see it already.
1: As long as it's not Tyrese Gibbons.
0: No, Tyrese. And that's the thing. <laughs> Tyrese posted a while ago. Listeners, Tyrese Gibson, the actor. He posted a post on his Instagram. There was a photo of the Warner Brothers lot and him driving in. And it said, and I quote, I don't just talk. I move implying <laughs> that warner brothers and him were collaborating about him possibly p- playing portraying john stewart the green lantern
1: because he was hella posting about, about he was that.
0: he was posting a lot he was posting fan art which i don't know if boss logic created it but there was like fan art created of him in the green lantern soon it, it looked visually cool but i was like tyrese bro you're he that was at the same time he was clapping back with the rock over yeah, some hey, shit i
1: remember that yeah you yeah. know what
0: i mean so it's Pretty like fast right from Fast, exactly. So it was just, you, you're you not that person who should be portraying a superhero right now. you you too hot.
1: <laughs> Speaking of of DC, uh, did you guys see, so in the comic books, Zatanna is uh, now the leader of Justice League Dark. Oh, wow. And um, she's getting her own show, I believe, right? Coming out next year? No, I think it's a movie. Oh, oh it's a movie. It's, it's by...
2: Emerald Fennel, the, the lady that did promising young woman.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, oh. About that. so that that's I think that's pretty pretty promising. if if they just made her the leader in the comic books, that'd be cool if be leader of a superhero team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that yeah, dark it,
0: route is normally means more magic is implied. So that's that's mm-hmm. just cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: If we do dark, that'd be cool. We get um Atriax, that that cool demon guy, we get uh yeah. Constantine. We get uh Batman sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, Batman dabbles with the dark shit.
1: <laughs> so yeah. So I just uh, you, you guys brought up the, the new DC stuff. So I just it reminded me of that. Yeah. That's dope. I feel
2: you. That's dope. But yeah, no, I think that's all I got for entertainment. It was a
1: pretty slow week. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh oh I, I looked up when um Jupiter's Legacy is coming out. It's coming out next week. For the listeners, Jupiter's Legacy is a new comic book uh TV show. It's based off of I think a vertigo comic. Which is not um, Marvel or DC, and it's not Image, which is what Invincible. it's from. It's so it's like a fourth brand. So it's cool that we're getting more uh, more than just the big two now. Um, that being yes. said, the show looks pretty whack. <laughs> yeah, I watched, <laughs> watch I the
2: trailer. I'm not I'm not too jazzed on it, but yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe they're trying not to give too much away. I heard it's really bloody though. It looks live action. Uh, I think it's live action. So
0: really bloody. We we can appreciate that as long as it's. <laughs>
1: It has to be good. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Hell yeah, for sure.
2: Well, yeah, what you got, John, over there?
0: Just brewing up a little diversity this week. Just a little bit, a dash of diversity. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So today, well, actually, yesterday, May 1st acknowledges the month of May, and it's Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So that's really cool. You know, I'm I'm half Hawaiian myself. So the fact that it's just this month, uh, we're acknowledging that every May, May 1st is called May Day. I'm sorry, it's called a lay day in Hawaii, and mm-hmm. it's just everyone wears lays. So, uh, one of these Mays, when I have the money, I want to spend the entire month in Hawaii and just fully Ooh. digest the Hawaiian culture, you know what I'm saying? And it's my birthday yeah. month, too. So, um, hey. yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? There are certain areas of Hawaii that if you're if you want to own property there, you have to be a certain percentage of Hawaiian, at least 50%. Fortunately, I am 50%. So I eventually I like to own some very exclusive Hawaiian property and just go there and fucking turn up, bro. Just get just Your go kamea nuts.
1: is Like 85, 90 percent Pacific Islander, huh?
0: Yeah. Oh, who you said, Kamea? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, do we consider Filipina Pacific Islander?
2: Yeah. I, think, yeah,
1: I think so. Look, back in the <laughs> early 2000s, we did. <laughs> I can't say about... Right. She's mostly have.
0: Filipina, and mm-hmm. then she's black, Hawaiian, and a dash of Chinese. Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. remember in, in elementary school, um, you know, kids would call... Uh, uh, the filipino kids asian and the filipino kids would always say actually i'm a pacific islander
2: yeah that's what i always heard too i'm yeah. a
1: filipino man myself so i, I always heard that <laughs> Yeah, it's always, uh, another
2: another thing that was always kind of weird was that like whenever you're filling out job applications like mm-hmm. uh it's always just asian there's no like pacific islander thing so that was oh. something that i was always brought up to you know it's like Dude. oh which box do i check it's
1: like <laughs> <laughs> straight up well, here's something for that diversity report. Um, when I was filling out a college application to transfer, and anytime mm-hmm. I'm filling out any application, it asks me if I'm Hispanic or Latino, and then I say yes. Mm-hmm. And then the next box, I have to check something in for the next part. It asks me my race, uh, and there's only white, black, uh, Asian, and Native.
0: How weird. So once <laughs> you confirm that you're Latino,
1: I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, am I supposed to put that I'm fucking white or am I supposed uh, to put that I'm
0: native? What do I, you know? That is so strange. What the right? fuck? I'm
1: like, I'm like, I think uh, we might have overcorrected here. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: what the fuck? That makes no sense. It, it, from there, it should get more granular from yeah. the different Hispanic. Type of and that's the thing. Growing up, the ignorant people that we were, we affiliated any Hispanic with Mexican, especially being in Southern California. So yeah. we would just assume that oh, if you speak Spanish, you're Mexican. But that's well, not it's got it's,
1: it's gone the opposite now. Now it's like I'm like, can you please just say Mexican like when it's about Mexico, like it's, it's oh gone sure. the, it's gone the opposite effect now. Like where it's mm-hmm. like all anyone ever says is hispanic or latino and i'm like we ha- we haven't been using hispanic for the last fucking 30 years all of a sudden we're using hispanic and it just feels weird yeah and, and shit and it's like uh the thing with um I yeah it's it, I, online i saw something posted about something going on in mexico but when it was posted the title said something about like a, a spanish woman does this 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 see with- comments that's like, the
0: issue it should be specific with yeah. with mexican and well someone
1: comments was like this is actually in mexico and then uh the person you know with no foul intent responded well mexican is usually has a negative connotation on it and and it does i mean it does now because of back in the day when if you called someone mexican they get very offended we were right maybe right. Not really so but but, it's,
0: but it, it's still an objective way of acknowledging the ethnicity of a certain person the same way that i'm african-american there's there are people who are are mexican you know and it's, yeah, it's mexico slang. is different than <laughs> Than South America, you know what I mean? So you kind of had to acknowledge that it's important to acknowledge that there are different dialects, different languages, all that shit. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I've been watching this uh, podcast, uh, not watching, I've been listening to this podcast called Running From Cops. Running From Cops. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's about uh, the TV show Cops, you know, bad boys. Oh, bro. I, you
0: know. <laughs> Just real quick, people. Use, I used to watch that show heavy. I think it was last summer when people were because I I worked at Viacom. And we would play Cops on the Paramount Network. One of my friends who worked in ad sales, when Viacom made the stance to stop airing Cops, yeah. they 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 made a stance that we're no longer going to air the show Cops because we don't think it aligns with some of our core values friend of mine posted that and i was like oh shit That mean that's a statement you know what i mean and it's probably yeah. a statement because things are kind of skewed in their narrative so yeah go, go ahead bro i just wanted to yeah. go on just had to mention that real quick
1: yeah it's just interesting you say that because in, in the show the guy that runs the that does the podcast his name is dan taberski in the podcast he straight up says he's like i used to watch cops all the time it was one of my favorite shows and like like many of us back in the day oh like, my gosh you know,
0: it's so entertaining it, it yeah, yeah it genuinely at, is at one
1: point at one point he plays this clip of um two two kids and i don't i don't know their ethnicity or anything they're just two kids um because it's, it's on a podcast you know so it, it's just a clip from youtube or something these two kids play playing cops you know like because you know that's kids do play cops and robbers or whatever well cops they, and robbers that's the yeah. game yeah but the, the difference is that the kids were uh the kid that was playing the cop was starting to say uh He was literally doing uh, everything that they do in cops because in cops, it's reality TV. So they have everything down to a rhythm, the way that they pull people over, the way they ask questions. So it got into the point where this little kid was like, "Um, what are you doing out here today? Yeah. okay, let me see your license registration.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm.
1: and we'd be like, stop resisting. Stop resisting. And it's so accurate to the the cops TV show and and just everything you hear in that. It was like um, this was
0: a kid. So this is a kid imitating what he thinks a cop.
1: Okay. So I I I definitely recommend the podcast. In the podcast, they they go over a lot of different uh, things. They go they talk to people that were on the show. They talk to the producers of the show to see what their perspective on it is. They even um there was a a case going on up in Spokane, Washington, where they were trying to get cops and Live PD out of uh, out of the city. So it it takes you kind of through that. Yeah, it's really interesting the way cops and Live PD actually got bigger than cops recently. It's it's interesting the way those two two shows uh, portray policing in america but i definitely uh recommend it to to anyone it's a good little view behind the curtain when uh one of the guys on this on cops for example he um he was just this guy he had a uh, himalayan pink salt in his pocket because mm. he he would take it everywhere with him to salt his fries or whatever because one of his ex-girlfriend's dads you know was like i only put himalayan pink salt on my shit right um this guy was pulled over he had a couple bongs some weed they took the the baggie out of his pocket he was like i swear it's it's salt whatever right they let him go but the episode still aired without his uh permission you know he mentioned where he worked and they didn't censor that out like they usually censor out names and, and right like, sure this is li- this is live pd so there's like a few minute delay where they have time to do this right right so uh this guy lost his job. He was homeless, sent him on his spiral for like a good year and a half, just homeless, lost his job, everything, because they aired it. Even though he didn't get a, uh, he didn't get a citation, he didn't get a felony. I think he's got, had to do a court appearance.
0: But because it appeared on TV that he did yeah. in fact have the possession of.
1: This. Well, it was, it was a, well, no, the, the, on the show, he, he became a meme on Twitter and everything. He was like a, uh, himalayan rock salt guy or something because <laughs> you know that's the type of stuff that Twitter's twitter so fucking television, ratchet, television. you know fun. it's they, they get the funny people the ridiculous people and they air it
0: absolutely they, they get um, they get people who are funny hilarious not mm-hmm. sometimes it's the not the most yeah. well-spoken it's not the most educated it, it is specifically people who are ignorant yeah. and entertaining and, and the show
1: goes behind how they trick people into signing uh Uh, signing on to to be on to the show and everything. So I I rec I recommend it. It's pretty good. That's
0: interesting. That's interesting. Running from cops. Yeah. And yeah, we we, we're gonna have to have to tap in with that because
1: Yeah. It actually aired um it's funny. Um it was like I think it's from twenty nineteen the wow the podcast. I was listening to it. And there's even like a BLM George Floyd update a couple, It's a few months after the show already ended where I was like, it's, I thought it was in response to something like that, but it was actually before. So it's pretty, pretty, I think it's cool that it did it before, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Because post George Floyd, you know, a lot of people consciously wanted to educate themselves on all things black and and law enforcement specifically. So, yeah, I'm going to have to tap in with that with that show. Right, yeah, really
1: short episodes, like 20 30 minute episodes. I just put them on while I did cardio at the gym.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the boy at, at the fucking gym. God, fuck. I'm, I I our conversation, it, it made me think of something and right now I, I can't fucking it, it's gonna hit me eventually, but just
1: God, edit I, it in later. <laughs>
0: I know and I, I really want to edit it in. God, it was such a good point, but I, I, I fucking forgot. All right, I keep throwing hot
1: words at you, like you're gonna be like, wait, yes. <laughs>
0: God damn it. Okay, well, very well. I love it. That's that's the the ending of the diversity report. That being said, we're going into our weekly movie review and once we wrap our movie review we're going to head right into a review of the amazon prime original series invincible frankly because Mm -hmm. it's so dope and the season finale just happened, so we have to talk about it so uh without remorse is the movie we're going to be reviewing starring michael b jordan it's also an amazon original Mm -hmm. production so uh (laughs) though. it's probably going to be brief but uh what what you got about without remorse
1: so Without Remorse, I, ke- I kept forgetting the name of the movie, too. When I was looking it up, I kept looking up Without Mercy. <laughs> 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 so Without Remorse, yeah, it's a movie. Michael B. Jordan is in it. He's uh, producing it. Mm-hmm. He directed by some guy, Simon something or something. I don't know. I, no one too notable. I don't know if I, if you guys seen anything else this guy's done. I don't know if I have. <laughs> I no, I'm really not like familiar. Honestly, I kept forgetting that I, I watched this movie the second that I it, it ended. I kept forgetting uh I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a this Tom movie.
0: Clancy movie, Gerardo. Yeah. How how can you not Tom Clancy is known for <laughs> his what, his action and
2: I don't
1: and know. His, I, know, I know Tom Clancy more for for Rainbow Six, uh like the video game series. Uh um, yeah,
2: no. Well Talon Morris is based off a book. He's he's an author yeah. that um
1: Yeah, I remember reading Hunt for Red October, yeah. like like when i was like in middle school or something oh
0: yeah but i remember watching the hunt for red october with sean connery in. uh oh, yeah. I it sean was like science connery. class or something <laughs> yeah tom rest in peace
1: but the yeah no, rest in the, peace. yeah that's the thing when, when did he when did he die it was fairly recent me and my roommates uh, yeah. looked up uh how much his net worth was when he died nice nice 300 mil net worth sean connery tom clancy
0: oh tom clancy oh, oh mm-hmm. shit Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, his name is very recognizable. I feel when I was a kid, a lot of video, I mean, just video games and shit like in the arcade. Thing, yeah. Splinter
1: Cell, everything.
0: He right, had. bro. Splinter Cell was in every yeah. fucking bowling alley and arcade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He
1: he adapted. It's it's great because you know, like like we said, he started off as an author. Then he mm-hmm. sold the book rights, made some books. Uh, some of the games aren't even based off of books. They're just Tom Clancy's name on a video game, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> straight up.
0: Yeah. And that name that name itself yeah. is enough.
1: I mean, Rainbow Six Vegas, that was like a huge game back in the day. That was that was a big, big shooter. It was competitive with like COD Modern Warfare and Halo 3. It was one of the big shooters back in the day. People still play Rainbow Six Siege. That's all Tom Clancy. So the Tom Clancy name is out there. So I just right. want to make it known that I am a fan of some Tom Clancy work. Absolutely. <laughs> we Absolutely. This. this is obviously, you know, like it, it may be based off a Tom Clancy book, but damn, it is a bad movie. It is so painfully generic the whole time I was watching <laughs> it. Me and my, like, I was just like. I was like, I wonder if this is going to be the next beat that happens. I wonder if, if this is what I I, I was able to predict the whole movie. (laughs) thousand
0: percent. And that, that's where, that, that's where the issue Mm -hmm. lies where beat for beat, you can kind of predict what exactly is going to happen. And there's no nuance behind this movie. It is one of those wronged, well-trained military guys Mm who, who, Sticks it to the man, you know what I mean. And let's get started
1: with the. uh, I guess just a brief synopsis. the The story is really thin, so we can just kind of go through it real fast and just talk about it. Absolutely. uh, After, because it's really, really paper thin,
0: like very paper thin. I mean, there's this is going to be a long movie review, as much as we want it to be. It's not going to be.
1: So the 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 beginning of the movie, Michael B. Jordan, his team of uh, Navy SEALs. Yes. They're in a compound. They find a Russian guy in there.
0: They're in Syria.
1: Mm-hmm. They're in Syria, compound in Syria. They find a Russian guy in there. Jamie Bell, who's in the movie, <laughs> is trying to cover it up.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: pretty much. So they cover it up. Years later, Michael B. Jordan has a wife who is pregnant with his daughter
0: Lauren London. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The late Lauren London was married to Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace to the boy. But Michael B. Jordan reached out to her personally about this movie, the role for this movie.
1: Well, I mean, she didn't have much to do. <laughs> she
0: didn't have much to do. And she's a recognizable name, yeah. especially in the black community. So <laughs> yeah. a, lot of, a lot of niggas know Lauren London.
1: <laughs> Underutilized probably at then because. Uh, yeah. Right away, she gets freaking. Basically, everyone's killing off all of Michael B. Jordan's uh, teammates. T- Michael B. Jordan's name is uh, what, like John, John Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, yeah,
0: John, John Kelly, and all his Navy Seal, his fellow Navy Seals are getting killed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: how how generic of a name is that for a fucking Navy Seal, John? Bro, Kelly.
0: I was Gerardo. I was explaining to Joe before we started recording. You could have taken any because I read an article about how this movie didn't expand on the fact that he is black, that, you know, he is this badass black Navy SEAL. You could have replaced John Kelly with an Asian Navy SEAL, a Hispanic Navy SEAL, a white Navy SEAL, and it could have ran the same way regardless. In this movie, literally, and I'm just like, I don't think... I don't think it's
1: important that he's black. I think we can have movies where black people are just their... I
0: think think it can, but I don't think it capitalizes on one, who Michael B. Jordan is or his acting. I don't think this movie capitalized on either one of those. Well, you know what I, th- I mean? I think,
1: I think it tried. We see a lot of scenes of Michael B. Jordan crying and he's... And it's
0: supposed to be dramatic. Yeah. I, yeah, but it's not capitalizing on how good he... And it's. it feels <laughs> like it's like this a good actor doing it, like doing these... Like that scene where he's like in it... the empty room after it's it, it's been... His house has been ransacked and he comes back and He's crying and he's he's angry. Yeah. It's- <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack. Michael B. Jordan only does it for me half the time. I'm
0: gonna keep it a stack. Michael <laughs> B. is a little a little basic for me
1: because <laughs> <laughs> half the time, and and I know a lot of people agree with me. I I know uh, women fucking love him, but yes, but yes. people, but but people agree with me when I see, usually they're uh, if I'm hanging out with a couple, the boyfriend agrees with me that Michael B. Jordan is a little a little over over. Overhyped sometimes. Bro,
0: I feel yeah. like Michael B. right now is Hollywood's good-looking young black man. After you know black what I Pan- mean?
1: After Black Panther, it's like he tried to rebrand himself as this action type guy. Because before that, he was doing Creed. He was doing a, He did Friday Night Lights. It was like okay, he's bro.
0: He did Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale yeah. Station is a very grounded movie. That's yeah. You know what I mean? And he he was in The Wire. You know what I'm saying? Like as a young actor, so mm-hmm. Michael I mean, B. And has and some like history. Said, I, yeah. You know and. I'm all about action. So if you want to market yourself as an action star, do so. But when you have these generic action movies that don't properly show your your entire well,
1: well, the thing with me is he was so proud of of producing this movie, which made me think uh I'm like that's why it's all that much more disappointing for me, where it's like it's like he was in charge of his own image in this pretty much. If you like
0: his money
1: at it, and it's like... I,
0: I see what you're throwing your money at. You're throwing your money at the action sequences because that was the that was we're... the highlight. I think I of the entire movie. I can't even movie. tell and you what
1: what happened in these action sequences. Like, I can't tell you any cool. Like, you know, back in the day, we used to get these action sequences with like Jackie Chan and stuff, where it's like, oh, the part where Jackie Chan threw the table over his head. <laughs> <and> his <face>. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. movie, I can't remember one thing except he he shot the guy while he was underwater. That's the only part I remember from the very beginning of the movie.
0: Bro, he's in the fucking car, yeah. sets it on fire, gets yeah. into the car on fire, and then gets. Arrested. Oh yeah, I guess we
1: should keep going with with the with the plot. Go ahead. Wait. All his Navy SEAL friends get murked, they shoot his wife, they, they 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 don't finish the job with him. They messed up. Um, <laughs> they don't get um Jamie Bell because Jamie Bell is working uh, for the CIA, so I guess he's kind of safe, even though Jamie Bell was part of his team. The whole movie is trying to make you think that Jamie Bell is a double agent. It
0: does way too much with Jamie Bell. It beats Jamie it does, Bell yeah. from the beginning until you fi- Go ahead.
1: Yeah, he's the evil white CIA guy. Little do we know there's this other white CIA guy except we did know as soon as we were introduced to him, it's like that is the evil CIA guy. Yeah, because he's
0: in <laughs> Iron Man 3, and he was the bad guy in <laughs> Iron Man 3. So, yeah. <laughs> it was
1: like, that guy's the evil CIA guy. Evil CIA guy. Uh, John Kelly wakes up. His wife is dead. His baby's dead. He He's sad again. A lot of crying in this movie. He wants revenge. Get a team together to go to Russia to find out what's going on.
0: Yeah, so it, yeah because Russian troops attack these Navy SEALs on American soil, so they're going to Go to Russia to find the person who did it, which is Victor Radcliffe or something.
1: Yeah. When they get there, they find out that the guy that's who's supposedly behind all these attacks is actually CIA. He was set up by the director of the CIA who, um, well, not the director, the director, the second in command of the CIA. The director was that woman who we never meet. (laughs) <laughs> just right her right second. she's in that
0: one scene and then yeah. after that we don't see her again yeah. but yeah this dude's second Victor... in
1: command yeah he was in charge of of the whole thing he was basically trying to do the thing where he said that during the cold war america came together because they had a common enemy during world war ii america came mm-hmm. together because they had a common enemy he's basically trying to cause a war between russia and america so americans can unite and have a common enemy and the kind right. blah blah blah, bro. Even mm. even
0: in the little TV segment, you know what? I, I always notice what the the little reporters on the TV are saying in movies, and and, and this in one of those scenes. That same uh, CIA guy is eating his dinner at a bar, and then the TV is like, tension has not been this high with Russia since
1: the cold war
0: no, and it's like yeah, oh god it's just literally. like that's so fucking generic <laughs> you know what i mean it's just yeah. like you're taking a he, piece of history and trying to run with it you know
1: he meets up with with john since it's as a tom clancy thing i just assumed that the book was actually set during the cold war
0: mm-hmm. and
1: because it's tom clancy i just assumed that it was set during the cold war and in the book it was probably like world war ii america came together and then in this one they're like okay it's modern We gotta at least bring up the cold war <laughs>
0: right I'm and i'm just like realistically a lot of like think about the kids but a lot of these kids i don't know what the fuck the cold war is so if they're watching this movie they don't know but maybe that's okay. not the people who are watching this movie but even then i find just that's we've seen so many movies that are centered around yeah. that you know what i mean we've already yeah. we've been there done that but with russia with the soviet Union, we've saw we've seen those already so i'm just like really yeah
1: for uh, one of my classes recently, uh, just just last week, I had to write a paper on Zero Dark 30. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I watched that movie in theaters when I was on active duty.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a good dude. That, the Navy SEAL um shit was good. It was well, it was so well directed and yeah, so well acted, and it was just so good. The the whole raid in that. Mm-hmm. And Ugh. that's why, like fresh off of that, this just feels so bad. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, yeah.
1: John Kelly kills the second in command of the CIA or whatever, because he found out he was guilty. He drowns him in a car. Yeah. You know, we, um, he uh, lives as a ghost for the rest of his life. And, and I wish there was more to the movie than that, but that's really it. That's really (laughs) it. Like you would think that you would think that the way I described it, that it's like, Oh, there's stuff to fill it in. Right. It's like, no, it literally, they, they 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 try to go more
0: with major Greer. There was this major black woman who is John Kelly's commanding officer. and Coworker
1: friend. Yeah,
0: coworker friend, commanding officer. So Major Greer. And even her presence kind of... It it was cool, but it just fell flat. So many parts of this movie fell flat, man. And you can see where they invested the time, which is into the non-memorable action sequences. And they had this very generic, wronged military
2: script. That's it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. very... Very shallow tale of revenge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a classic revenge story.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's not even like like John Wick. That was a classic revenge story, but it 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 was able to like back it up with the the action, you know.
0: Bro, he you respected him more for killing these dudes because they got his dog more than you respected John (laughs) Kelly. This going wife and kid, (laughs) bro. His wife and kid. Like even the scene where he finally he in that building, which is supposed to be the big action sequence he's in this building and his team is cornered by the russian and look like the police
1: and he's throwing the most accurate grenades bro is
0: throwing grenades i'm like okay my guy number one you're already there and you're not supposed to be and you're just launching these fucking grenades at these cops so okay.
1: at this point in the movie he says he, he he lets his team escape from russia he says i'm technically still a fugitive because he got sent to jail um, right he's still a fugitive I'm not even a Navy SEAL to the government, so I can stay here. This guy's wearing full camo with the American flag. (laughs) It's like, they are not going to assume you're American. (laughs)
0: Felon or not, my guy, like the fact that you're a a Navy SEAL, you were once a Navy SEAL, even if you're a felon now, it's still problematic. But my part with that scene was it didn't seem like he calculated how he was going to get out. Like the fact that he made it out of that building alive, it was like, okay, that's great, but I just feel like it didn't justify that. I was like, how the fuck did yeah. he do that? Like, and then it, he changes clothes and then escapes by driving off in the fucking ambulance. I'm just like, it looks so you know, seamless. You know I I don't, I'm just like, because I'm, I'm like, oh, damn, how's he going to do it? Like, what's going to be, what clever thing is he going to do? But no, he just mercs everyone.
1: He's going to go like- accurate grenades. That was his plan. The
2: whole- <laughs> 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 it's like he
1: looks at the grenades, then he goes undercover and then throws it from cover. And then it's, it lands right on the car. It's ridiculous how the car, he throws a grenade and a car explodes. Like, like the grenade did not hit any other point in that. And it's just every car like is one by one getting blown up. And it's like, he's really accurately just throwing these. It felt a little ridiculous.
0: Right. And you know, I'm glad you say Gerardo that it doesn't have to be, I, I didn't think this movie had to be about him being a black character. I think they could have acknowledged that at least once. The fact that they didn't, okay, cool but because it's so generic and because it was something we've already seen i would have preferred to have seen something like that because yeah. this this was just it was a cookie cutter revenge well trained military guy that's it you know and yeah unfortunately i remember some of the action scenes more in extraction with chris hemsworth than i do with oh, this was pretty good, actually. yeah yeah bro and i remember some of the knife scenes and action sequences the the gung what we call gun-fu. i remember that more than than this you know what i mean and it's just
1: i heard extraction you know, was a little more john Wicky like that 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 one it was very
0: cool. much more john Wicky because they went more into that gung fu listeners gung fu is when they have a gun and they're doing kind of a lot of hand <laughs> movements hand and kung hand. fu type of thing but it's really cool to see it's cool to see yeah. because it's that's what you do the, in the military you, know, the- you go for the weapon you go for the wrist you know you want to take away the weapon so it's it's just cool to see i didn't get a whole lot of that from from this one i got a few body slams with michael b he's a buff dude he looks <laughs> he looks phenomenal in this oh, movie he looks,
1: he looks great
0: oh my god he looks amazing and all the action
1: sequences is like a camera angle of of them shooting at something off screen and then a different shot of people getting shot from someone off screen nothing looks like it's it's all connected
0: oh, bro and you know what i read a review that said something well they said that you wouldn't know that this movie jumped from a lot of different areas from washington dc to russia to, to, to a plane, germany yeah, Like it's like, you wouldn't know based off the shots they could have had They their opportunities to get beautiful shots, but they no
1: establishing shots. Yeah.
0: No establishing shots. By the way, we have hallway action scenes. We have jail scenes. We have these scenes that don't capitalize on the actual area that they're in. And you forget yeah. that they're in that. You forget they're in Russia. It could have been a fucking
1: warehouse in LA. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's funny. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. It's like, we didn't get a big shot of like, Oh, here are the mountaintops of russia we didn't get a shot of like here here at least give a tour a mini-tour of the prison with other other inmates or something thank you when we're like in
0: the avengers and they take us to sokovia we know we're in sokovia we know we're in wakanda we know we're in yeah. a different place this movie did nothing of that the it just didn't paint a nice picture everything felt like it was in one place and it just yeah it was everything felt the action sequences felt like didn't lead up yeah. to anything
1: yeah um, yeah, the only reason I mentioned not wanting it to to be like a this one to specifically be like a whatever, emphasize like black type thing is just because the thing with like generic movies like this, when they try to do that, all they do is it's the same movie just with trap music. <laughs> just <with the> <laughs> <run>. <laughs> Exact same movie with,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. And that takes a little effort. That's what I'm saying. We know Michael B, he was an executive producer on this. So it's like, bro, if you want to be a cookie cutter action revenge movie, go ahead and do that but if you want to be something just a little more nuanced put a little more time into the writing of this shit it was just john like you said the name itself john kelly it's basic as fuck so yeah yeah yeah. didn't really get much from this movie man was it was, any, it was any a cool
1: weekend, weekend
2: watch it's for free that's that was the <laughs> big <laughs> do you, do you michael b in you know
1: <laughs> any final thoughts?
2: i i am i am curious to know a little more about the book because i'm sure it at least uh dives into more things maybe yeah. i don't know well, maybe it's no, just yeah. more adaptation
1: i think yeah um, like like some scenes where he was sitting down on the plane or whatever i'm like in the book this is probably pretty well f- like all the talking scenes were probably really well fleshed out in the book
0: oh i'm sure and i'm every, sure every time
1: yeah because the talking scenes were so short that i was like oh in the book this is probably like a few pages of just them what they're thinking and and the planning and everything like mm-hmm. it's a lot of internal this movie you know um yeah yeah that was yeah yeah you guys got a good point there out of five out of five I, I i had i had something to say but but i forgot i i had i had something but i forgot everything about the movie <laughs> out of five uh michael b jordan abs how many how many did you get?
0: out of five michael b jordan abs oh gosh i'm gonna have to hand this movie um i'm gonna give a solid 2.5 oh
1: that's a little yeah i I initially thought i was gonna give it a 2.5 but i ended up going i think with like uh maybe like a one and a half or a two nice
2: yeah i think i'm i'm in the two range as well good
0: good two. yeah level out my 2.5 because now i'm feeling it's generous so yeah thank you guys (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay i'll do i'll do a one and a half joel do the two <laughs> <laughs> but
0: really though it's listeners you know it's a good free weekend watch and i wouldn't describe it as anything more
1: you could have yeah. it on you don't got to pay attention too much have it on in the background while you're cooking or folding laundry while well, you're
0: stuff. having a good time you're enjoying time with your yeah, family no, like okay
2: <laughs> for this movie it's like You put it on the background, do something else, but once it starts getting loud, then start looking at the TV because that's when
1: the action is. And that's
0: (laughs) (laughs) then you can check that box and say, Oh yeah, I've seen that new Michael B. Jordan movie.
1: (laughs) A Netflix and chill movie. (laughs)
0: Netflix and chill movie. Yeah, man. So that's that's without remorse. And are we heading into a little quick invincible review type?
1: Yeah, heading into title card. So invincible the title card man Uh, yes yes. Got very bloody this episode
0: it got very bloody and reasonably so especially when you see what happens and my god is mark gonna have some ptsd after what omni man put him through
1: i've been i've been i've been waiting for this episode all season this is what i've been trying to tease for you guys but the thing is i expected it to happen way earlier this actually happens in f in issue 12 of the comic book and i think the series as a whole some of the stuff with Titan and everything, I think that goes up to issue like 2022. 20, okay. okay. So that, which is really nice because in the comic book, you know, it's Omni-Man versus Mark and then all that other stuff happens. And it's like, if that, if they would have done that in the show, no one would have kept watching. It's like, oh, that's the good part. Now we're just watching Mark fighting some zombie men. So I think that that was really cool. Cause next season, I, I already know the show did get renewed for two more seasons. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. We threw that on our
0: page season yeah. two and three yeah. two
1: more seasons. I think I know where it's going to, uh, and I think I know where season three is going to end. I think the show can get away with maybe six seasons, five or six. I seasons. would
0: love six seasons, man. I mm-hmm. would love a six season run. And so, from this, Gerardo in the comic books, Omni Man is the Viltrumite.
1: It's basically like it's like the Viltrumites if if they were all Zod, <laughs> bro. It's like, yeah, it's like the it's like if the Kryptonians were Kryptonians. all Kryptonians. Yeah, pretty pretty much. It's it's, it's almost like the Saints. It's like it's cool. It's that type of thing but it's robert kirkman's own own vision of it uh in the comic book you know we do see the the Mites fighting with each other to it, it's all pretty accurate uh i guess yeah, they're, just, they're competing the in the episode right yeah beginning yeah man episode. yeah
0: omni-man was explaining to yeah. mark his his the history of the Mites and what they actually are and it's just one Mite killing another vultramite after another and it's pretty much yeah. battle sends out, out
1: the week of the herd once they have absolutely the mass fighters you know, they were sending out their people to uh the best fighters were got their own planet to conquer. Right. Right. Out there. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. Okay, so here
2: nuts. here's here's where I uh I don't know if I missed this, but why um why does Omni Man have to wait so long to oh. start moving forward with the takeover?
1: He waited because he wanted to see if Mark had powers. Or he not. wanted to
2: see if Mark was a Vulture Mind. Did, did did he need Mark though? Like like why like does he need to like have like offspring or something
1: i think that was a happy accident <laughs> okay okay because because um you know like we get the seeds that you know i don't know uh, i feel like uh omni-man like you know they they're putting the humanity in there still I think
0: kids. that that was a big humanity thing, and even, even they try to take it away when he's pounding on Mark, and he's like, "What?
2: Seventeen yeah. more years? Ooh, so um, have another, so I can, always start, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can exactly. always start again.
1: I can always start again.
0: have another kid."
1: So the beginning, uh, the beginning of the episode, we find out, like you said, the uh, we finally find out Nolan's intentions with Mark. He's trying to get Mark on his side to, so they can rule uh, the Earth together for, for Viltrum right?
0: Fucking mm-hmm. evil bastard! Them, OmniMan yeah. is no joke.
1: Give them, give them advanced medicine. Do the whole, the whole thing. You know the classic, the classic thing like that.
0: Did you get any Thanos vibes when he was talking about how when they thinned the herd, it just everything started to
2: flourish, they, uh, a little and bit. They, I mean, they just... lost half of half of. Their yeah, population. I mean, I don't know, that's that's up to
1: that's up to you guys. Uh, I, read <laughs> comic book. I I know where everything's headed. I can't speak. On okay, that.
0: I love it. I love it.
1: I can't speak on where anything is headed, but. All your questions will get answered. And that's, that's one thing I wanted to mention about this is I think it's so well done the way that since Robert Kirkman knows where the series has ended and Robert Kirkman, this is his baby more so than the walking dead. He's the creator of the walking dead in this, this is his baby way more than the walking dead is his baby. So he won't let anyone mess this one up. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure.
2: Yeah. You know, And that's, that's kind of like a, that's kind of a thought I had when they kept on announcing more seasons and they're they're saying how like it could go on forever which i'd be down for but i just hope that it doesn't have the same effect that the walking dead had where it's like good for like four seasons and then yeah. it falls off
1: like horribly you yeah know? i think i think that's uh yeah I think that was robert kirkman having the rick and morty moment the 100 more seasons morty 100 more right because originally <laughs> when robert kirkman wrote the comic book his intention was for invincible to go on forever to end up being like spider-man or batman he said he wanted to be like 60 years old or 70 years old and retired and be, and read invincible by a new author and be like i don't understand this i hate it he wanted invincible to get to that absolutely point. absolutely but at some at some point in the process he was like you know what i'm going to wind down the story and i'm going to end invincible it's going to be it's going to be good
0: maybe that <laughs> makes it more classic you it, know what i mean does.
1: it does yeah it it does and it definitely did and i think in this the way that the show is set up uh you feel the longevity you feel like you know it knows where it's going the show doesn't feel yes. It, you want to keep watching because you trust that it knows where it's going. It doesn't feel like they're making it up as they go along.
0: Absolutely. I I I have nothing but faith in the fact that this show knows exactly where it's going. I believe there's a reason for everything and it's not inconsequential. So
1: yeah. So, okay, yeah. So yeah. so we find out the Vilchmite, he's trying to get Mark on his side. Then we get this super brutal fight uh sequence. Now in the comic book, the fight sequence was like the whole comic. It's like just panels of him just busting him through mountains and all this shit, right? But um in this one in this one we go more in depth with the uh with the kill count. Uh they do mention the kill count in the in the comic book and they mention how it's like a like a 9-11 type event where thousands of people die. Uh the devastation
0: one, is incalculable. <laughs>
1: yeah. This one <laughs> they really show you firsthand in a personalized experience. So we'll first talk about Mark gets hit into Chicago and this building starts falling and he tries to save this mother and this kid tries to hold the building up. Oh the building falls on the mother and kid. They both fucking die and Mark is just holding the arm and Omni-Man's like, see, you're a little bitch.
0: Oh my gosh. Just starts stomping. He's like walking by another human, just stomps on them, squashes yeah. oh, them. Oh, and you, like, guys okay.
1: found, you guys found out about um Viltrumite's uh, lifespan in this.
0: You do find out about the lifespan, which... Yeah. Which is what Omni explains. Like your mom is just a pet to me. She's only a small fraction in my yeah. thousand years of life. He's like, "What's yeah, Omni Man is
1: thousands of years old." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and starting saying how
2: um how they, the older they get um more powerful they become type of thing. Uh,
1: slower they age.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, the older they get, the slower they age. Uh.
2: Oh yeah, and, and then he says something like, uh, "Like you'll look thirty for." pretty much your entire life <laughs> straight yeah off. exactly i'm like it's that
1: like he, he said by the time you look 30 you you would have seen earth come and go <laughs> mm-hmm. like come and get destroyed like you know just turn to dust um so that, that's pretty interesting you know i i um i took you know it's like for you guys that's that's a new piece of information so that must be a pretty cool revelation you know knowing that it's like yeah they they live for for fucking ever
0: <laughs> yeah yeah man <laughs> a big and difference then that can- from
1: from um kryptonite uh kryptonians and all that you know
0: yeah yeah and that that really says something about that's that's the beauty of mark you know he is half human so he recognized the beauty in in humanity and in life whereas opposed to omni-man who's thousands of years old doesn't give a fuck he's like these people aren't gonna fucking be here so
1: it's just how he is because he's yeah
0: he's he's, He's like bro i'm thousands of years old i can give a fuck about this seven (laughs) what's 17 years you know what i mean yeah
1: and we get uh some some flashbacks of some other Vilchmahtuho who, who will come into play later.
2: Oh uh, yes, yes.
1: Okay, I, I I
2: think we all know. We saw Conquest. I know there's a lot of hype around Conquest. Yeah, just don't, who, don't I look know, anything
1: up. Don't look anything up though.
2: Okay. Um. Who is what's the name of the other one that's standing next to him? Because I know as a duo, just just the way that people talk about it online, they're like, oh, if you guys like, like pretty much how people were describing Conquest. Uh, and also thought saw names or not. They're like Thrag. All them, it's like okay, like uh, like Omni Man isn't like if everyone thinks that Omni Man is bad, like he he's like not shit compared to all these other people. <laughs> well,
1: we'll, we will we will find out fast, my friend. <laughs> oh, I can't wait! I <laughs> yeah, cannot the wait. The are they are interesting. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, the Viltrumites are interesting. We're we're gonna find out a lot about them, and uh it's I really like the lore behind them, and it's cool that the lore we got this episode is cool. They Live to be a while. Let's talk about that train scene real quick. Um, yeah. Wanted to teach Mark a lesson. Wanted to tell him, look, these people are only dying because you don't want to join me. If you were joined me, these people wouldn't die because we would have just we'd been chilling. We'd be chilling right now.
0: We would have agreed and we'd fly away.
1: And just take it's, over, just just be in charge of Earth. If they resist, yeah. you kill them. But since Mark is resisting, he's killing a lot of humans just to fuck with him.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, when he, when he holds train. Mark's head with one hand. And is just holding his face as the train is driving through them and all those bodies and people are getting <laughs> obliterated. It shows how fragile human beings are. How strong shows...
1: Mark is invincible. <laughs> like, yeah. Man. And
0: yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe as much as he gets fucked up in this episode that he's invincible. But it's like it's not that he's he's invulnerable to getting hurt, it's that he always bounces back. That's what makes him invincible. But that shit was traumatizing. It's like your pops is holding your head as you just can't, you're moving, fucking, can't do anything oh my god you're 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 obliterating these people and your pops is the one responsible for it so what a yeah, traumatizing it, experience for mark
1: <laughs> very very dark it's not in the comics like i said my mouth like my jaw was like fucking on the floor it was oh it was, my like, gosh
0: so well done
1: it's so so great we get that uh and then we get the big uh the big monologue from uh from omni man where he asks mark what will he have in 500 years to which Mark responds, I'd have you, Dad. It's you, a classic, Dad. Oh. Classic. Oh, classic comic. I was waiting for that classic. That's like one of the best moments in the whole comic book that you remember. And oh, yeah. they, they really adapted it so well. And uh, they added that little baseball scene where Mark is playing baseball. So,
0: oh, my part. gosh. So it was, that's, it was and du- I just want to explain as a parent, it is, I was going to ask of,
1: you, yeah. I was there there is you. a
0: lot of truth, because I am kind of like Omni-Man sometimes. Sometimes I have my arms crossed and I'm over shit. I just don't fucking feel like it. But then, you know, the point of this scene was, Debbie was showing Omni-Man how seeing Mark light up at just hitting a home run, that can give you joy, too. It really is yeah. true. It just... is the most emotional
1: you- I felt like with, like, um, yeah. a piece of media recently, and it's a fucking cartoon. It's crazy.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Like, I was at the mall with my daughter yesterday, and she lit up going on the escalator and it's those moments just like debbie was describing to omni-man and when you see your kid light up at little things it makes you just feel and that, that was cool to see omni-man yeah. loosen up a little bit well
1: that's the cool I, thing about I the did... comic book when when you read the comic book it has everyone's perspective it has like if you're a parent you're gonna have, get a lot out of it if you're mm-hmm. a teenager no matter who you are you're gonna get a lot out of it because the, the characters are just written that way you know
2: yeah yeah and that's that's what i like The most, or one of the things that I liked most about that scene was, um, some of the scene transitions. So are like hilarious. Like the only reason why he started to, like. Like he's beating the shit out of Mark, right? And then he knocks his teeth out, and then that's kind of like what yeah. stops him and what reminds him. Exactly. Because he's, like missing, he's missing his front teeth, and then like yes. he like home run, and like Mark is like smiling, and he's missing his teeth. And he's then like once crazy. he's smiling, it cuts back to Mark's like just fucked up face, just missing <laughs> teeth. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And the way and it <laughs> makes Mark's sense. face
1: looked in this that that that's like that was like towards the middle of the comic book. It got that bloody. At the beginning, it was really bloody, but it was a little more stylized this is how the comic book looked like in the middle towards and then ended the end like it looked nasty like so just, we can
0: say that they're not pulling any punches no, with no, how no. bloody they're getting
1: all the memes with think mark they're using 4g to take over your mind yeah yeah, yeah. those are really yeah those, those are good ones i like those <laughs> me and my roommate john who we both read invincible and we love it uh we're, we're saying it's crazy how omni-man is mainstream now It's it's so so great you know
0: very mainstream Uh, very mainstream now it's 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 really cool yeah Yeah.
1: he's up there with homelander and superman absolutely up there with
0: homelander and superman the baddies who can go at it you know
1: yeah and um it's it's uh, it's amazing i love i love invincible we get the so then we get um nolan leaving earth because he can't do it he can't (laughs) after mark says uh he'd still have him he God, that was such a good moment. It was.
0: Could we just acknowledge that even when Bro was flying into space and as his blood starts to freeze off and dissipate, is that not just well done animation? Not am I the only one who noticed that? that oh, when
1: he goes into space and the blood burns off. When it
0: burns <laughs> off and then fr- it's uh-huh. so well done. I mean, that happens. Yeah. A few different times, I'm just like, wow, that's all the, the physics. Detail.
1: Every time they exit the atmosphere, everything because he's going so fast.
0: Exactly, exactly. Dude, this
1: episode, he, he when he's when he's flying down with Mark, he he like breaks like four different sound barriers, He just keeps going faster. Do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: It's so funny you can recognize in like a show or cartoon they break the sound barrier.
1: It's like <laughs> yeah, he just kept breaking <laughs> barriers. He did it like five times, and then he hits Mark into the ground. It's Man. Oh, it's
0: amazing! It's amazing, man.
1: Mark gets the shit beat out of him, and then um, he gets kind—you of, know—he's knocked out for a bit, and then and then he's good. <laughs> that happens in the comic book, you know. That's why he's invincible. You know, he gets the shit beat out of him, and then no matter what happens, he's like, "All right, guys, I'm able to walk again."
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because after hearing what it's called, invincible, you think he put up more of a fight, but you realize he's a 17 year old kid who is still learning his powers. Mm-hmm. Omni Man has had his powers for thousands of years. and been fucking destroying planets the entire yeah. time so you know it's just it's different even though they're both filter so the fact exactly. that he's again i said it before he's invincible because he always gets back up and he always yeah it's, it's
1: cool it's his willpower it's and that's where like the whole uh you know i always see him a lot he's like he's like spider-man and uh he's like spider-man and nightwing those are the two characters he's most like uh we're yeah. gonna talk he literally books.
2: has nightwing's last name doesn't he exactly yeah <laughs> and, and,
1: the, and in the comic he looks he looks like um he looks like dick grayson sometimes in the comics like he has the hair straight up you know yeah they even gave him the the there's a running joke in in comic books that dick grayson uh robin has the that has the nicest butt <laughs> 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 they even uh the gymnast they, right they, they, gave, they joke
2: they, about that a lot. Like the, the Invincible Twitter account talks about like
1: everyone's thick. butts in this. <laughs> yeah. Mark's butt in this thick boy. <laughs> so, um, and that, it's, it's funny, you know, it's like, and that's why I think that uh, Invincible is such a good, it's not even a satire. It's just a comic book. It's it's just a comic book story through the lens of Robert Kirkman. He's just absolutely creative.
0: Yeah. I don't get really satire from this. I get just yeah. a different interpretation of a classic comic book shit.
1: Yeah. It's, and, and that's why like, it's not really... You know, people compare it to The Boys, but The Boys is more of a parody satire type thing. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, yeah. And this like is political not that. Stuff. This is really just a comic book story through Robert Kirkman's creativity.
0: Right. Because The Boys dabbles with topical issues, but just politics in different ways. And it's 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 different in a way because this one feels like more classic comic book with someone else's uh interpretation it's a comic book where
1: shit actually happens it's like you're not you're not watching this and in the back of your head you're not like okay well like by this time next year it's gonna be reset and the story isn't gonna mean anything it's, exactly
0: you know, exactly it's, it's like
1: you're watching and you're like oh shit this is permanent wow
0: yeah man and the stakes <laughs> change when that happens you know it's like these decisions are final that's not gonna be another yeah all those people
1: it... in Chicago died in this show like <laughs> those people died in yeah show. they're you they're know? not
0: coming back yeah
1: so and you know we get the fallout of that. Debbie gets really sad. Her and Art, uh, the tailor, the guy who makes all the suits, are, who's uh, that's Mark Hamill. <laughs> that's uh, that's Mark Hamill. That's why
0: he's such a prominent character. Yeah, because if you look yeah. up Invincible and in the cast, you'll see Mark Hamill. It's like, oh, who the fuck is Mark playing? But yeah, yeah. he's playing Art the, the tailor. Yeah, really very close player. friend of Omni Man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you know we get we get him and Debbie. They're they're both sad over you know Omni Man's betrayal. We mm-hmm. get Mark uh, hangs out with his friends. Uh you know, he, he's a sad boy. Yeah, it's all uh, they can
0: talk about. They're like, bro, I'm sorry, but it's all the world is talking about is your dad. The, the biggest <laughs>
1: the, the the world's biggest superhero. Like the world, like he just fucking fights Invincible and betrays the world. He just fucking he just fucks bro, off. Bro, <laughs> the way
0: that reporter encompassed everything, he was like, The day the world went dark, or something yeah. like that. And it's just explained like that's the day where Omni Man went bad, wiped the floor with Invincible, killed a bunch of people.
1: Yeah and um so uh at the end of the show uh at the end of the thing you know we get alan comes back alan the alien it's the uh <laughs> seth Rogan. this so is exactly, what
0: is high school <laughs>
1: this is exactly where we predicted the series would end um the first volume or the first of the collection that i have it, it ends uh on that panel where they're sitting in front of the earth on the moon and uh Mark just says, "Finish high school." I guess, <laughs> you know. Mark says, "Like he's like." Alan asks him, "What's next?" He's like, "Finish high school." They added that line though. What's high school? <laughs> what is so high funny. school? <laughs> um, but that's exactly where we predicted it would end. Me and my roommates, and and it did. It was it was really cool. It was that's cool. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect yeah. little ending there.
0: Cecil so comes through. He's like, "Mark, something is entering Earth's atmosphere, and it's Alan, the alien." And he's like, "Hey, there's a there's a Viltrumite on your planet." And Mark <laughs> is like, "Bro, pull up a chair."
1: <laughs> bro yeah
2: and the uh, he gets him a rock like how fucking alan does in in <laughs> early one of the yeah. early episodes yeah yeah <laughs> and, that's um, funny
1: dude alan alan is one of the best fucking characters of the whole series man who
0: who he comes and explains that his entire civilization was blown up by the viltrumites because yeah. they and we see it earlier
1: to- in the episode too like you see uh you see them fighting his his people oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um yeah he got wiped out he's from a breeding breeding camp <laughs> so uh but yeah alan he's a cool character we get a little um sizzle reel of what's to come you know we're gonna get a lot of stuff resolved it seems like it seems we're, we're gonna get the sequids resolved which is the mars thing looks mm-hmm. like battle beast is coming back mm-hmm. like uh titan was gonna yep. come back. we saw people saw- are
0: coming after titan titan's throne we saw and- that dragon
1: man oh yeah i know oh man it's so cool like the way that they're incorporating all these storylines um, but I'm hyped for season two. I'm hyped for season three. What do you guys give this out of five? <laughs> we
0: doing a season review or we doing a season finale
2: score? So,
1: uh, season finale. Just I'm going to just say a five out of five for me.
2: Five, five.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just a little further down for you guys. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. And here's why I really liked the first episode and it definitely wrote me in. And then, like, the last scene, you know, Omnir fucking everyone up, everyone remembers it. And then I was kind of, like, watching it and, like, yeah, this is all cool. This is great stuff. Like, super bloody, all that cool action and all that stuff. But it almost, like, it didn't really lose me. Like, w- like the episodes from, like, episodes one and seven, like, in the middle, it's kind of, like, I think it's mostly because of the the baddie of the week thing that was kind of going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was just kind of, like, okay, like, this is cool, but like I'm not terribly like you know like I don't I don't know, but
1: trust so so a lot of this you're gonna feel I think you're gonna feel a lot different after the second season I mean it's a fair it's like totally fair criticism right now, but I think after the second season it's gonna be like, oh,
2: oh yeah, no, I know <laughs> um, they're gonna tie it like yeah. each well, one like yeah. isn't just there and doesn't matter you know, I know everything matters, but yeah. at least just for right now for where the story is, you know it's like yeah.
1: No, yeah, because like tr- tr- when I read the comic book, literally like that Mars issue, the m- issue where he went to Mars and came back and everything, I was like, okay. Then later on, I was like, oh, oh shit, and it, it just kind of retroactively, mm-hmm. like I said in the moment, it's like totally fair, like he's just ending everything, and and I and it's like, yeah, I, it's just different. Ah, it's just different. I can't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> because, if, if yeah, I were you know, doing... you know
2: more about it, you know, it's, yeah. so it's like it, it makes sense. If I were doing an entire series review, I would do four
0: point five. The finale five five out of five for me
2: yeah finale
1: five out of five for me series yeah i'm gonna give it a five might as well just give it a five
2: yeah yeah but no i i think it's awesome like i'm not yeah docking it or anything i'm just saying like like episode seven was the one that like fully like like i was like into it from episode one and then i kind of had just like that like like a constant level of just normal excitement and then once episode seven came out i was just like i was like holy fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah,
1: i was waiting for episode eight to happen like in episode four or five yeah (laughs) you know but like i said it's it's yeah because if not then the show would have lost a lot of people like you said like all that uh when they introduced all those different villains you said that kind of lost you well not lost you but you know what i mean yeah Uh, and it would have lost a lot of people if they would have done that Omni Man fight the way they did it in the comics a little earlier on, and they would have just had all that stuff after. It would yeah,
0: been- I think it's. I think the the timing they're doing so well with the timing of it. Coming from it's someone really who hasn't piece. read it, like you, Gerardo, but it just seems very calculated and well done.
1: Yeah, I th- um. yeah everything yeah everything really seems on on purpose. You, you know when you're reading the comic book, you know a comic book is made it's made live, you know, and it's released every month. The Omni Man fight was issue twelve. And you mm. know, comic books are monthly. So that's a whole last year to get to that, you know? Yeah. We find out issue five, I think, or issue six that uh, omni man, I mean that's the same issue that omni man kills the guardians, I think, issue five. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, it must have been painful reading that live. <laughs> oh, yeah, straight <laughs> up. Know? And that's how it is like with a lot of this series. Like, um looking back, I'm like, man, this is. You know, by issue twenty, that's that's a year and a half of real world time, you know. Mm-hmm. And we got it in six or eight six weeks, you know.
0: Right, right. And that's why I'm Both hearing consistently. Mind. Yeah, that just that it's different from the, the comics as far as these moments that they're having. Yeah. The moments are different in timing, yeah. but it it's makes not, sense it's not for a show. Yeah, it makes sense live.
1: It knows where it's going. He's not it doesn't write something like, Oh, this will be cool to introduce and I'll down the line I'll resolve it. It's like I'm introducing this now because I'm going to resolve it next season. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. I can't fucking wait for seasons two and three, man. Yeah, I think Mm. I think
1: season three is going to be the really one where the one where just every episode is going to be man. (laughs) I'm
0: looking forward to a well-trained mark some post high yeah. school you know what i mean because yeah i know no, me
1: too
2: okay that that's something that was missing for me as well and i know it's like on purpose but like i yeah, very, I really yeah. want to see mark kick ass <laughs> you yeah know?
0: Max, he, he got fucked up this entire season like the, yeah. it's pretty ironic that he's called invincible this season because he getting he's getting fucked up by just yeah. a lot of different people
1: <laughs> remember, remember i told you it doesn't stick on high school too long though
0: it does <laughs> i think it's cool man Open yeah. up well because well,
1: uh, i think initially you could mistake the show for being like it's going to be about him in high school for like an extended period of time
0: oh my gosh but and i can get lost in it i'm i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, the high I'm school over tom drama Holland's by far spider-man is the high school, school. Like
1: yeah, yeah. but by, by far the high school drama is the worst part i do think that this show handles the high school drama a little bit better than other shows because it doesn't linger on it for too long like like you said the way spider-man does god i'm just so tired of the spider-man high school drama
0: i'm over yeah. it bro Well, considering,
1: especially considering that Spider-Man wasn't even in fucking high school for that long in the comic books. Miles is the one that's in high school.
0: Right, right. Peter Parker is a grad. He gets to college. He becomes a grad student, and that's that's where he flourishes as Spider-Man. You know, he really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's why I'm kind of worried about them introducing Miles like in a movie because they're kind of giving all of Miles' personality to Tom Holland Peter. Mm. Like literally, like he goes to the STEM school. He has literally Miles Morales, his best friend. <laughs> right.
0: And I, I think it's important to acknowledge that Harry Osborn is such an important character aspect of who Peter Parker is. You know He's what I mean? Of, yeah,
1: literally like, oh my God. That's what yeah. the first uh, Sam Raimi movie did so well, you know?
0: Yeah. They beat that to death because it made sense. Like Harry and Peter are important. So, yeah. but yeah, that's so invincible. That's invincible.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Any uh, closing thoughts? Anything else to say before we end the show?
0: You know what? I'd have to say that. We have a lot of people, a lot of fellow podcasters who are showing love about Invincible. They're hyped about it. So I look forward to the future seasons talking about this. And yeah, yeah, listeners, by the way, this is episode 14 of season three. And we're probably going to call it at episode 15. Your boy's getting married on the 14th of May. So all of us are going to be there. Me, Joe, Gerardo, we're going to be getting lit on my wedding day, May 14th. So we're going to be wrapping up season three here shortly. And yeah, back that's... on it. When you come back from Hawaii, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I brought like straight up because yeah, we're going to be back from our honeymoon and we're going to start season four and listeners. Hopefully we have some new artwork by then. And yeah, we're, we're real, real hyped about season four. So yeah, get
1: hyped. I, be I got better than ever.
0: Oh, better than ever. Season three was really good for us. We We became a lot better, at doing this shit so please follow the boy joe's pod age narrative the long form podcast type you know what i'm saying they have their different niches that they discuss so follow the boy but i have nothing else gentlemen what y'all got to to finish the show
1: Uh, nothing here yeah that's it go get vaccinated so we can go back to normal and um wash your hands and wear a mask
0: wear a mask yeah these mimosas are going up so i'm gonna end the day rightly Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Listeners, continue to follow us on Twitter, Instagram at the Cast of Color. We're going to be dropping a mini sode. We may drop a mini sode this week, but um, yeah, listen to our mini so that we have available now, mini five. And yeah, uh, yeah we are the what, cast of uh, color.
1: Yeah. If you want to know what we thought of all the other invincible episodes, we've been dropping those mini and we also been dropping yes. the Falcon and Winter Soldier ones.
0: Yes, yes. The mini are where you really wanna hear our Falcon and Winter Soldier and our invincible reviews. So tap into our mini soaps. They're quick and they're dope. That so you can't beat that fast. Come on now. Easy. But yes, that is the Cast of Color. We're signing off. Peace.
1: peace, peace.